Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. This week we have uh, Michelle out again with her beautiful little baby she just had last Friday, but um, she should be back next week to recap the final episode of the Challenge All-Stars 3 with us. This week we have a guest with us again today. This week we have Paul Butler. He is the um, organizer of the fantasy league that so many of us love and participate in every season. Um, he is, um, to me, a fellow Ch- Challenge Maniac Facebook admin, and also he was the 2020 Challenge Maniac of the Year. We have Paul Butler. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Abby, for inviting me to sit in on this episode. Uh, you know, not only do I have to follow, you know, the Allie Evans, uh, but I have to fill the shoes of Michelle. I mean, are you guys setting me up for failure here or? Or what? But uh, I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Don't screw up. I know, right? Pressure's on. No, I do want to add too that not only um, is he our guest host, but he is our first male. Yeah. Guest. Our first. We. It's a. It's run by three girls, and Tina and Allie have been on. So you are the first guy to grace our presence. It yeah. is an honor. Thank you. <laughs> So today we're going to start by talking about a little bit of reality news, and then we're going to just dive into um, recapping this week's episode of the Challenge All-Stars. So the first thing that I kind of wanted to touch on was that Anissa and Tori are not going to be the podcast hosts for the official Challenge podcast for the next season of the Challenge USA. Instead, it is going to be Devon and Devin hosting the official challenge podcast. What do you two think about that? Woo! <laughs> I'm super excited. I love both of those ladies. I think they're going to kill it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you do like an informal poll of the challenge community, you're not going to find anybody that is upset that, you know, they're taking over for Tori and Anissa. I I think you, you couldn't find two more universally beloved, you know, challengers. And I think everybody's excited. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm really excited to listen. I've listened to um, a decent amount of the official challenge podcast, but mainly just when people are on that I care to hear about. But the unfortunate thing is that, you know, there are a lot of people that I care to hear from. So I do end up listening to a, a decent amount of it, but I'm super excited for Devon and Devin. Obviously, we all know that Devin has been the after show host, so it's super fitting that they are having her be the host of the podcast, and I don't know if either of you have um, watched any of Devon's recap videos when she was on the challenge or um, any of, I, she did the same when she was on uh, Big Brother All-Stars. And she did these little videos that just recapped each episode and, um, or I guess she didn't do that when she was on Big Brother, huh? Because that's live. Well, I know she did it for the challenge and it was, they were really good. Um, like really good. She gave a lot of behind the scenes information and she was honestly like one of my favorite people to hear from. So I am super excited for both of those two to be, um, the host of that podcast for sure. I think Listen, what, whatever Devon does, she's going to shine at. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I think this is right up her alley. So I'm I'm super excited. I think it's going to be like 
such a big podcast it's gonna make the podcast so much bigger than it is right now I think it's awesome so that's super cool um the next piece of reality news that we have is that Sarah Highland will be hosting um the next season of Love Island USA and um it is going to not be on CBS this year it's going to be on Peacock and so that's pretty cool that Sarah Highland's going to be hosting, but I don't know. I still don't know how the transition from um, CBS to Peacock is going to be. So that's a little up in the air, but I think it's super cool that Sarah Highland is hosting a dating show since she um, is engaged to Wells Adams, who is obviously um, a very prominent member of the Bachelor Nation. Uh, even after it shows, you know, he stole the bartender down in paradise. So he's, he's a big key fixture in the bachelor world. So it's kind of cool that she's branching out into a competition, um, you know, a com- competitor of the bachelor and being the host of that show. Do I think, you- yeah. So I think, I think the, um, so I don't watch the show, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, but the first thing that jumps out at me is did, did you mention Christina that this is a, was this on CBS? What, yeah. So is that telling that they are moving that to Peacock where, you know, I, Paramount Plus is kind of rolled into CBS with the CBS challenge and well, kind of the challenge? I'm wondering if this is like a sign of I don't a bad sign so. of things to come. I don't think so. And the reason why I say that is because I, I don't know if these rumors are true, honestly. I would have to do more research on the, on the um, topic, but I know that I heard rumors that the reason that Love Island moved from, um, from CBS to Peacock is because their contract was, was done and in order to get it renewed, they wanted to do certain things with the show and CBS was trying to make the show more family friendly. And so Love Island shopped it to a different network. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So that's what I heard about that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is All-Star Shore. Um, The All-Star Shore had a two-season premiere yesterday on Wednesday. And um, I watched both episodes. And so, and I know both of you watched um, both of the episodes. So I thought maybe we could just talk a little bit about All-Star Shore and give our thoughts about... um, what we've seen so far in the first two episodes. I, I don't want to like recap the episode or anything. I, I just want to, um, you know, kind of touch on it and talk a little bit about the show. Okay. Do you, um, I guess I'll start us off. I was hesitant about watching it. I really didn't think I was going to until you suggested it. And I actually loved it. It's a hot mess. It is. And wow, it's vulgar. <laughs> How old are these people? I want to know. I mean, I think it kind of ranges because um, I think Gigi's younger, right? I think she's in her 20s. And then obviously Angelina is probably in her 40s, I would imagine. She's been on TV forever. I don't know, but they're entertaining mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> I was like, I'll just watch the first one to like appease Christina because I always tell you I've been watching stuff. 
and then I don't. And I'm like, uh, I'll just watch it to tell her I did. And I was like, oh shit, this is good. Yeah. It, and then I immediately watched the second one. So, mm-hmm. um, and also sorry for anyone listening. I have a cold, so um, my voice is all jacked up. Um, it's kind of annoying, um, I'm sure. But anyways, um, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I, it's going to get messy fast. <laughs> Already messy. So I will also apologize. Um, I sound like I have a cold, but I do not. This is just how I sound. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, we can move on from that. Um, I, I actually wasn't planning on watching the show either until uh, in one of the group chats, you know, there was some talk about it. And I'm like, once I found out there was a competition aspect, I'm like, I'll check it out. And I'm, I'm really happy I did. I, I love the first two episodes. It kind of reminds me of kind of that vibe on the the old challenge seasons where they were, you know, more carnival games than, you know, Olympic um, decathlons that they do now. And it's kind of that that old feel of those challenges um, and kind of turn up the party, like, you know, by a hundred, you know, with with these folks. Um, I I liked it a lot. I I I was very happy to hear Paulie D as the the narrator. However, I feel like you got to be on the show, man. You know, Paulie D just makes everything you know way better. The the dude is just hilarious. Uh, but I'm glad he was involved in some way. Um, was there anybody that really stood out that, that you know either of you liked? Um, not necessarily, you know, just from oh they could be on a challenge, but. They just seem like cool people, entertaining. Anybody kind of jump out to you? Okay. Well, I am a Angelina fan. I like her. That's what I was going to say. Are you, (laughs) do either of you know anybody on this cast already? Because I feel like if you do, you already have a bias towards these people, you know? No, all I know is I know Blake and I don't like him from Bachelor in Paradise. I know Johnny from Love Island. I don't like him. Well, I didn't like them on, I should say I didn't like them. On their, on their original shows yeah. yeah and then Angelina and I don't know I I know she's very controversial but I love her so and she's bringing it in the first two episodes so yeah. I'm all about it um did you know who anybody was before watching Paul uh so I knew Angelina and I so I find her entertaining but she is a lot she is <laughs> She is just, uh, that, that's the nicest way I could put it. Um, but yeah, I think Angelina was the only one because I, I don't watch any of those other shows. Um, but I, I thought the cast kind of overall was, was pretty likable. Um, yeah. Kind of a, a couple of standouts to me is um, Joey from Essex. I, I think that dude's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I can kind of get the sense on why he's such a huge star um, uh-huh. over in the UK. Um Johnny seems like a pretty cool guy from the the two episodes. I think he could be a good competitor, and obviously he's gonna you know provide some drama with the hookups. And then the um, the the two uh, British girls, Chloe and uh, Bethan. Bethan, I I liked both of them. I, I I'm a sucker for accents, you know, for that that British accent. Um, and was it just me, or does does Bethan look like Tova? Kind of, yes. Right? Why would you say that? Yes, I, I don't totally see, see eyes it. Or, or what, but I, like I'm, I'm looking at her. That's all I could see. 
Yes, I totally see what you're saying. She does kind of look like Tova. Um, so I knew who kind of a lot of these people were, or like a, more than both of you. Um, Angelina, of course. Um, I've seen Joey on um, X on the Beach UK. He's hilarious. Um, I know who Blake is. I love Blake. Sorry, Abby. We disagree on that one. Um, we disagree on a lot. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trina and Johnny, I knew who they were from Love Island. And Gianna, I knew who she was from Love is Blind. So I, I knew who a handful of them were. So I had, you know, some ideas going into this, but um, yeah, I was, I'm definitely cheering on Blake. I, I love Blake. And I think Johnny is a great character. He's getting into some dra drama already, but the person who stood out to me that I didn't already know who they were was um, Bethan. I really, I really think I'm going to enjoy watching her. She's maybe one of my fav favorite people so far. I think my two favorites were, um, and Paul, I think said them both, um, is the Essex guy. Mm -hmm. And if that's how you say it. And then um, Chloe, I love her. Yes. Yes. She's hilarious. So she fun. So did you guys, um, they're, they're competing for $150,000. So that's, that's interesting that it's kind of like, um, they have a redemption house type concept where, um, they get banished for the night or whatever. So, um, do people actually ever get eliminated though? Or is it all just them bankrolling whoever gets the most money at the end and nobody leaves the whole time? I haven't looked into it, but it didn't seem like anyone got eliminated, but it did show a scene of someone coming in on the preview. I, just, mm -hmm. I don't think I caught that. Um, yeah, I didn't know. I When they were first doing the the initial, you know, kind of deliberation, choosing who was going to go in, I I thought, like, the loser would go home. I, I didn't catch that, you know, nobody goes home. So the whole time I'm watching, you know, um, I'm like, okay, people are getting upset if they're going to go in. And then once I found out they're not going home, I'm like, why, why were they getting so worked up? Right. I get you lose your points, but yeah, you, know, you, you lose your points and you have to go sleep on a boat. Yeah. A horrible, horrible boat. Right. That thing was, <laughs> that thing was bad. Right. Oh my God. Speaking about getting voted in, Chloe was hilarious when she threw that little fit and yeah. she came back. She's like, I'm just joking. Gosh, yeah. yeah. Everybody was. Yes, I I really like this show so far. I think it'll be a good one. I think it's a good one that Paramount Plus um, brought to us as an original show. Um, do you think that based on the first two episodes, there will be a season two? I do based on the first two episodes. I, yeah, I, I, would, I would say so. I hope so. Um, you know, of course we have heard the rumors about some other shows that we like not getting renewed potentially. I hope those rumors are not true. Of course, nothing is official yet. So let's just not even speak those words into existence. But um, yeah, I think that this is a, a good one too that Paramount has brought in. I think that it 
can bring in a lot of different viewers because it has a ton of big names. And I thought it was really funny that when Angelina was asking Chloe about Joey and the like realization in Angelina's eyes when she's like, oh, like Joey is like kind of the equivalent of her in the UK, like that he's, he's that famous, you know? And when she like kind of realized that like he was the big UK name that she brought in, I think she was really excited that those two were paired up. So um, I think it's cool that they're able to get some big names. And I think that those big names will help bring in viewers. So I think that's awesome that they were able to do that. Yeah. So if either of you have nothing else you want to say, um, other reality wise, we can just go dive right into recapping this week's episode. Oh. All right. Um, Paul, would you like to start us off with the um, elimination that took place at the beginning of the episode? Sure. So we start off um, picking up from that wonderful cliffhanger that everybody loved uh, <laughs> at the end of last week's episode. Uh, we see Derek uh, against Nehemiah in the Light My Fire elimination. And I mean, I don't know if we've seen a decision backfire like it did in quite a while, right? Derek called out Nehemiah, um, said he was taking the easy path, and that just was not the case. So this was not even close, really. Um, it, it got probably seconds of, <laughs> of air time. I'm not even sure if it got a minute or two. Um, it, it just showed that, you know, Nehemiah kind of dominated Derek, at least with what was cut. And for those of you that haven't um, listened to the Challenge Media, shout out to those guys, um, their, their uh, recap, Derek said that it was not even close. He's like, they probably were hard pressed to get the, the footage to show what they did. Um, so Nehemiah, you know, kind of ripped the, um, the pole out of Derek's hand shortly after and ran over and lit the... Uh, pole on fire, and he took home the win. Um, Derek said that there were a few different things that contributed to his poor showing. Um, he said for the first time that apparently the the producers, um, while they were actually engaged, were Derek was trying to take it to the ground, um, and they were yelling at him that you can't go to the ground which I think anybody that has seen any pole wrestle knows it always ends up on the ground. So Derek was trying to um, kind of outmaneuver Nehemiah, get some leverage, but at the same time, try to pay attention to what uh, production was telling him. And he said he just kind of gassed himself out. Um, whether, you know, that that's kind of what happened. Um, regardless, it was just, it was a bad showing. Nehemiah had his kind of coming out moment. He looked great. Uh, the crowd was really, for the most part, at least what you heard was on Nehemiah's side. Yeah. Big well, time. It, it looked like, okay, so John A was obviously like blatantly cheering for him. And then Naya was very loudly cheering for him. And so was Wes. But then you can even see at one point when um, there's like some kind of jerk or movement that happens and something big happens and like Wes and John A and uh, Naya are kind of going crazy. You can even see um, Mark doesn't 
cheer with them, but he like smiles and nods. So he knows, you know, like he like respects the move anyway. Um, do you have any idea how long the elimination was? Uh, the, the actual time, Derek said yeah. not even five minutes. Really? If, if it was that, yeah, he said, yeah, probably not even five. He said it was, it was quick, it was ugly. And it was bad. <laughs> so well, you know what? I I'm glad you gave us that insight, but I really respect Derek for like being honest about that, not trying to sugarcoat it and be like, mm-hmm. one, yeah. I maybe didn't make the best decision too. I I sucked, you know, instead of trying to, you know, gloss over make it. Make excuses, like make excuses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he a hundred percent owed up to um, you know, he, he took the loss. You know, he was gracious in the uh, with what he was saying in the the recap. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, though, I don't know if you if you guys remember earlier in the season, I think Wes even mentioned it on the show, or maybe it was just on social media after an early episode that uh, Wes supposedly tore something, right? I, I I believe he said he tore a bicep. So I was wondering if that was known within the house. You know, why would Derek not pick West to go into elimination with this? Uh, but Derek did answer that as well. He said that he didn't know while they were in the house that uh, West was injured. Um, and West actually sent him a text, I think, as the um, show was airing or something. And just like, hey, FYI, I, I had a torn bicep, you know. So, I mean, of, of all the things to kind of, you know, um, kick yourself over the decision you made, it just, just not not a good season for Derek, but a, a bad ending. Yeah, definitely um, sad exit for Derek, that's for sure. So after the men's elimination, we are set up to see the women's elimination, Kayla versus Kellyanne. Um, was there anybody out there that actually thought this elimination was going to take place? Anybody watching? Did yeah. either of you think that they were actually going to do it? Yes, I thought they were going to do it, but really? I didn't think anybody was going to get eliminated. I thought that they were going to be fighting for Veronica Stars. Uh, okay, I, I can see that angle. Um, but Because I, I thought the whole time, I'm like, there's no way they're going to do this, leave an uneven number of men and women. Now, if I would have known that they were going to do the stars stupidly, then I wouldn't have thought that. But um, at the time, I thought the stars mattered for more people than just one. So, yeah, I thought that they were going to be fighting for Veronica stars. That That's a good point. I didn't think about it. All I'm thinking is we've seen this how many times before? The fake out, you know, it's kind of cool the first time it happened. Second time, it's like, all right, but I mean, how many times are they going to go to the well? Right. Um, but yeah, so they, it seemed like Kellyanne was very relieved. Kayla was pissed. <laughs> you know, she wanted to go. Uh, but they, they both moved on. Um, and then we, you know, start into the, the daily. Okay. So, um, why don't we ever see women do pole wrestle on all stars? They, they, they only coordinate it when there's like not a female going into elimination or something like we've never seen a female do on all stars we haven't seen them do on um uh for pole wrestle or hall brawl either one it's like they avoid the physical competitions for the females and it's like 
I can see that like some of the older women that come on like Beth and even, you know, I mean, she's not like that much older, but more mature, like Katie, like not wanting to get, get injured like that or potentially injured like that. I can see how some of them want it, but like Kayla and Kellyanne, like I was disappointed that we couldn't see them battle. Cause I think both of them are in the shape to be able to do a battle like that. And I, I wish we would have been able to see it. So I don't know. It's disappointing that we don't really see any female headbangers on All-Stars. So do you think it is that? Or do you, so do you think production is kind of doing that on purpose? Or do you think it is, I mean, that over these All-Star seasons, we have seen a lot of women go home, not through elimination. That's So true. do you think it just so happens to be that the weeks that they're, you know, going to do those types of headbangers are the weeks that somebody gets hurt? Because it seems like every other no. week somebody's yeah, getting, yeah. or do you think production is? Yeah, I think that it's set up for sure, because I think that they also, if there's somebody going into elimination and they know that they're going into elimination, I think that there are times that they set the people up to either win or lose. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the Emmy and Big T elimination was a swimming and puzzle thing. I think Big T was meant to win that. She didn't, but I think that that's the reason why that, that was elimination was there. I think they have a bunch of eliminations and they can choose what they want based on who's going in and we'll never know. Right. That's, that's just my opinion. I mean, I just, I don't know. I think, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that Fessy and Jordan elimination was uh, pole wrestle. Right. People wanted like people wanted Jordan to go out. They wanted to see Tori without Jordan. They wanted there to be that drama. They wanted, you know, Fessy, this big up and coming guy, to have this huge elimination against one of the greatest of all times, even though he was handicapped and had a huge advantage. And Fessy was at, you know, a huge advantage for it. You know, I think that, yeah, sometimes those type of eliminations are designed for somebody to win or lose personally. I'd agree with that. Abby, do you have a, is there a way that you're leaning on, on this? You think it's production or you think it's just luck of, you know, timing of injuries? Um, well, I didn't watch one or two, but in this season, I really think it was just how, how everything fell. I mean, four women left and, um, but in three seasons of All-Stars, we haven't seen one female headbanger. Like, that can't be a coincidence. There, there's been three seasons. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I believe production has a bigger hand in anything that we could even imagine. That's just my opinion. Um, like, so, I, don't I, mean, think, I don't think they rig things. I think that if they were to rig things, they could get sued for even more than they're paying out their winners. So I don't think that they rig things because that's like very much so legal. However, I do think they set things up for a certain person to win. And if a hundred percent underdog wins, then the underdog wins. But the majority of the time, the person who set up to win wins. I agree with that. I really do. So, and I could be totally wrong, but I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of some instances where some challengers have come out and been like, well, that's not exactly kind of, you know, how it went. Well, and just that, that alone. And that's Sylvia talking about how she thinks, like she very recently talked about how she thought that she still thinks she won final record. 
Right. Okay. So there you go. There's one example just right there. Um, but as far as I, I went too broad, but as far as what you're asking about women, like head to head, more physical competitions, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're avoiding that or like I said, with so many women going out this season, maybe it just, you know, wasn't in the cards. That's very possible too. Cause you are right. That is a good point. A lot of women did go out this season, but I don't know. I'm, I'm personally just disappointed that we haven't been able to see two women really go at it head to head like that yet. And something very- we need to start a petition for Christina. Say yeah. we want to go, we want to see women go at it. Yeah. In these eliminations. I, I think you need to have a member from production on this podcast as a guest and you can ask the hard <laughs> questions, Christina. Yeah. yeah. Who right. do we know? Can we, uh, can we look into our Rolodex? Yeah. yeah right. It would literally be, <laughs> oh man, I'd have so many questions. They'd be like, why did we agree to do this podcast? No cast member is ever allowed to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Any listeners out there, if you have any, any contacts, any connections, hit us up. Um, so like Paul said, right after the elimination, it goes right into the next daily challenge. Okay. So this daily, um, was, <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, it's called the wall of fame. And at first, I mean, I think everyone was expecting, okay, we're going to the final, we're starting the final. Um, but no, that wasn't the case. They were going to do another daily and TJ brings up the, the pictures in the house. And he's like, I hope y'all listen to me and, and study these pictures because the challenge is they're asked 24 questions and they have to match the picture of the challenger to that question. And before we even started this podcast, I had never noticed that wall. I didn't remember TJ saying it. So we kind of talked about it before we started recording. And Paul, Paul, let me know that he did at one point at the beginning of the season, he did bring that up to them. So in case any of y'all missed it, like I did, like it was talked about in one of the first couple episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm not going to bore y'all with all the questions and, and answers, but there were, there were 24 and, um, you know, Kayla is bless her heart. She's like, I didn't pay attention to anything. Like I don't, she didn't know what was going on. Um, Janae feels like she has it in the bag. Um, but pretty much, I think all three girls were struggling and the men really took, took this challenge pretty quickly. Um, Wes finishes first. And, um, what kind con- he made some West comment that mm-hmm. was like, I've been hiding this whole season or wh- whatever, or, you know, just to come out and, and show them that, you know, when I need to, I can win. Um, which is just typical West, but, um, then Nehemiah finishes, um, Mark and then Brad, but I, you know what? I don't know. Did, it, did they even have to finish? I don't know. I was wondering that too. I wasn't sure if the last person had to finish it. Like 
if it was just a race between the guys or just when he was last, he was last. Do you, are you, do you know, Paul? I don't know for sure, but I am assuming it's the latter, right? Um, because if, you know, they're, they're basically playing for placement, mm-hmm. right? Uh, to, as we'll find out in the next segment uh, for, you know, start of the final. So it, it doesn't seem to make sense that they would have him just keep going where, um, you know, there's, there's not, there, there's really nothing else he's playing for, right? He's, he's already in fourth out of the four guys. But again, I don't know that for sure because they didn't put anything um, in the show to, to say that one way or the other. That I can't. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like when they, when they point, when they, the camera was on him and he got, when Mark won and then um, I think Kelly and beat Naya, um, I'll get there, but I think Naya and Brad were just like, hands up, okay, and done. I didn't see them continuing to work. So I kind of feel like it was um, just the top three and then, okay, um, they didn't have to finish it. But anyways, then the John A gets first for the girls, um, which she seemed like she was struggling initially when she was doing it, but she pulls off first. Um, Kayla um, gets second, then Kellyanne, then Naya. But here's the whole like scandal where Naya thinks Kayla is cheating off of her. Mm-hmm. And um, we can get, uh, Christine, I know you want to talk about this because this is like my girl against your girl, <laughs> even though I do like Kayla. But I like Naya too. Yeah. Um, but I don't know the way they edited it. I mean, yes, it looked like Kayla was kind of looking over, but. Kayla didn't know her left from her right in this challenge. It didn't seem like Naya did. I don't know why either, you know, why Kayla would want to cheat off of her. Um, maybe she had a few like questions um, about, oh, I'm not sure if this is right. So she just peeked to see maybe if Naya knew that one answer. I don't know. I don't know. Kayla got second and Naya got fourth. So it's a little hard to say, in my opinion, that not that Kayla cheated off of her like or like Kayla got placed to the way I guess like maybe even if she did cheat off of her a little I you I have a hard time saying that Kayla placed the way that she placed because she cheated off Anaya because obviously Kayla had way more answers than her or she wouldn't have finished so much sooner than her well listen we're going to talk about that like immediately next so let me so we'll just get into this but basically all eight make the final so um, that challenge was just the winner gets a, a a bonus. I can't think of the word a bonus at the final. So anyway, so yeah, so let's keep talk. So all eight are in the final. So let's keep talking about that, Christina. Yeah. So, so I thought that, that was it, interesting. It immediately gets into Kayla and um, Naya sitting down to talk about her looking over the board. Kayla apologized apologizes for it and says that like um she doesn't want her to be mad at her because she values their friendship and then Naya is like I just met you four weeks ago we're not friends and it's like okay well I don't know okay so so can I ask you a question Christina Uh so I I saw your notes and I've heard what you said right Uh do you think so it for everybody listening, they probably already know this. Christina is a huge Kayla stan, right? <laughs> Do you think if it was not Kayla, 
in this position, but it was somebody else. Do you think you would feel the same way no, about because, what happened? No, because I didn't feel the way. Okay, so I'm going to compare this to, um, it's a little bit different, but I'm going to compare this to the Bananas and Morgan elimination versus Zach and Zahida elimination. Okay, so everybody was helping Zach and, and Zahida win that elimination. It was very clear that people were telling Zahida things. Zahida knew things because she was from a different country that maybe Morgan and Bananas, you know, just weren't as ge geographically familiar with. And, but people were really giving Zach and Zahida answers there, like big time. And so, and I didn't mind it then. And I really don't care about any of those four people. So that makes me feel like I, it doesn't matter who the person is. I just think that like helping people and um, cheating, if you will, is, is kind of part of the challenge. You know, I think it's kind of hypocritical that when someone like Kayla cheats, it's like this big scene and they like kind of are trying to paint her in like a villain-esque way. Whereas if um, someone like Devin or Wes um cheats in any type of way it's like if you're not cheating you're not trying and it's like okay well f everyone for the double standard because so, so I, <laughs> I i agree the the other point i wanted to make was you know i had it written down did kayla cheat and does it matter no yeah. it doesn't matter right because it has never they they didn't say explicitly in the instructions you know, that you can't do this, at least what we saw. So it doesn't matter. You know, unless they tell you you can't do something. And as you brought up, Christina, mm -hmm. across the history of the challenge, there are so many examples of various ways of cheating. You know, people helping by calling stuff out, as you mentioned in that that elimination. Um, and like and I, I said, like I have zero stake in any of those people. Don't right. like them, don't like them, or don't and, love them. Either way, I mean, like they're just people that are there. Something that's even more high stakes is there is a very early season, Battle of the Sexes. There's a very famous moment where during the final, I, I believe they had to, um, the men versus the woman, they had to uh, put together a puzzle that was, I think, a totem pole. Um, one of the, the hardcore, um, yes. you know, yes. uh, hardcore challenge historians can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the woman put it together first and instead of dismantling it they ran off to the next checkpoint so the men just looked and recreated what the woman had is that cheating i mean yeah no, it's but not. but it's not said that you can't do it okay I mean, is so it, you know, if, well, there's, if it was a big sorry we keep talking but <laughs> obviously we're all like passionate about this but there <laughs> have been other instances and puzzles where you've seen people looking over at Right. What, what happens the second Wes wins? He goes like blanks yeah. the board out because exactly. the people like couldn't look at it because if he would have left it up, people would have looked. Same thing. Like same. It's exactly thing. the same thing. If if they're not telling you that you can't do something, then why would you not if it helps you win? Right. I mean, it, it, that's right. the bottom line. I mean, these people are playing for a lot of money. Yeah. You know, is, it, is it probably like the best sportsmanship thing to do? Probably not, but I I don't care. I, I'd rather 
I'd rather get that money. And, I mean, and, you do you know, want a half so. a million dollars or not? Because I want a half a million dollars personally. Yeah. So, I mean, I think all the talking about TV is, you know, was it, can she do it? I, probably, but does it matter? No, I, I don't think it does, you know? So, I've seen that's a lot of, like, Naya is like very upset about this. Um, she has said in interviews that she has beef with Kayla, but she couldn't talk about why. And so now we know that it's because of, of this incident i've seen her say on social media a couple different times about the smirk kayla gave um at the end of their talk and personally like i do not blame kayla for that at all because if somebody literally just told me i just met you four weeks ago we're not friends and then they got up and walked away because they were pissed off i would kind of be like okay well fuck you too then so yeah but but the thing is that that's Kayla. Kayla doesn't change her personality. Not for from any show to show or from people to people. Kayla is who she is. So that smirk was a total Kayla thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why pe- so many people are like up in arms about it. Like mm-hmm. that's Kayla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, and not just that. Her or you hate her, but you can't say that she's not. Pretty damn real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She's always authentically herself, I think. I or at least the majority of the time. Anymore, I don't see I she's not getting into fake fights. Nothing is manufactured. Everything that is going on with her is is real. So um I don't know, but yeah, I don't I don't blame her at all. If somebody just told me that we're not friends after thinking that we were friends for the last four weeks, I would I, I would not care what they thought either. And what's that saying going back to like her cheating or whatever? It's been on the challenge or survivor. I'm one of those, but it's like, what do they say? Um, If you can't, if you don't work hard, work smart. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Something like, yeah. They also say cheat to win. So. Hey, however those W's come. <laughs> oh, I know why you're saying that. Because you're probably a Tom Brady fan. Uh, yeah, greatest quarterback of all time, but sure. Yeah. Oh. Stop, stop the Zoom. Stop the recording. <laughs> we, need to find, we need to redo this and find a new guest host. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> No. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's a a touchy subject for some, but, um, yes. So anyways, um, then we see Naya talking to John A about it. John A is like, well, you know, like if, if she did cheat off of you, karma's real type of thing. So, um, clearly Naya is super upset about the whole incident. Um, but there's nothing she can do about it. And all we can do is, um, move forward. So we see um, Kellyanne giving Mark a shoulder massage. Mark is kind of complaining a little bit, not really complaining, but commenting about how um, his muscles are a lot sore than a lot of the other people because he's, he's older than them. And, you know, he just, it takes more out of, uh, as you age, aging is, aging is very real. And 
So why are you looking at me right now, Christina? I'm not looking at you. I don't (laughs) know what you're talking about. Um, but it makes sense that she's, you know, trying to help them out a little bit. They're friends and even Mark's the godfather, you know, everybody wants to see him do well. After we see Mark and Kellyanne in their little preparing for the final moment, um, we see Kellyanne and Wes having their final moment. And I am not even going to talk about this. I'm going to have Abby talk about it because all season long, she's been talking about how she loves the Kellyanne and Wes moments. So Abby, did you? Okay, so again, I just thought it was adorable. I mean, he, um, there was one scene a few episodes ago where he was supporting her and, um, I don't remember exactly what either said, but I had been waiting for that moment, as I said before on the podcast, and then they just kind of all tied it into a cute little bow in this episode. And he's like, just basically saying, it's pretty cool that a decade later that we're back here and doing this together and, you know, has exes and. Mm-hmm. I don't know just gave me the feels um because I've been wanting that because the last time they did a challenge together nothing absolutely nothing was addressed about them um maybe they were still in a really bad place then I don't know mm-hmm. um so I'm just and I'm a sucker for like a good a good story at the end you know and I know it's been a year so you know they're both happily with other people but um I don't know I just thought it was cute and I'm glad that they just, they did that little quick clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love things that show growth. And I think that it really shows growth between the two of them to have been able to come so, so far over the years. Um, so then we saw, see Johnny calling home and she talks to her husband, um, which is another thing that we've talked kind of a decent amount about on this podcast. How could we not when a whole episode was focused around John A with another man? Um, so I thought that was interesting that made production made sure we saw that John A is in cahoots with her husband still. Yeah, it's funny that they made sure we saw that, especially after all the episodes of them showing us how close those two were so it's mm-hmm. yeah I mean uh, not much to say on that I don't know Abby if you have anything no oh. well I'm sorry what I... about John A calling this was talking to me blame him <laughs> don't, don't blame me <laughs> here's an appearance from from my husband for the first time <laughs> he was distracting me okay what was the question um, did you have any comments or thoughts on Janae calling home to her husband when we've heard so much about her and MJ all season? Uh, I don't know what I thought. I don't, I'm, I don't know about the timeline. Like, I don't know when they deleted pictures and if it was after. Deleted pictures was after All-Stars 2. Oh, okay. Well, then he's not going to like watching All-Stars 3. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I've been saying the whole time. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Whatever happens, I hope for, I mean, if they really love each other and for their kids. And we still don't know the truth from the false with her and MJ. But I thought, like, their little back and forth, like, conversation seemed very, like, genuine and sweet mm-hmm. and yeah. caring. So I, I did notice that. I mean, 
that's the vibe I got. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I did get good vibes from that phone call. I, and like I've said in previous podcasts, I hope that, you know, um, no matter what happened, they seem to be together now. And that's all that matters is that, um, whatever is good for them in working forward, um, is it's, you know, their life, their marriage. And, um, if they choose to be together, I'm happy for them, but I am very interested to see if he's going to be in Kansas city. Oh, MJ's not going to be there, right? He's not supposed to be. He's not scheduled to be anyway. Okay. I think there's a lot of people, though, that aren't, aren't scheduled to be that will be there. That, yeah, I believe. I'm so excited for Kansas City, guys. I can't wait. I can't wait. You yeah. I'll get to meet him in person. I know. Yeah. Well, I'll get to meet some people, ask them in person, hopefully ask them to be on our podcast. Maybe I'll go live a little bit from our um, podcast Instagram page. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at RSR podcast to get the updates on that. But yes, that is um, not this weekend, but the following weekend after that. Um, I'm going to that. Paul's going to that. And yeah, it should be a really good time. Y'all fit in person, right? No. Y'all haven't? This will be the first time. <laughs> so this is the second guest we have that I, I told her last week with Allie. She's always telling me about all the challenge people she's met. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get jealous. But I'm like, well, I've met Allie in person. I've met Paul in person. <laughs> well, I get to meet Paul in a little. That's awesome. Bit, so I'm excited for it. Oh, y'all are going to have such a blast. And I feel like a lot of people, I mean, not, from the community, not obviously just challenge people are going, y'all are going to have so much fun. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Um, anyway, network, 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 Christina. I know I will. I know Brent keeps telling me I need to print business cards before I go. So I need yeah. to get on that. Um, but anyways, so Then we see, after John A. calls her husband, we see Kayla talking about how she's the only person left in the treehouse, which is so interesting considering they dominated half of the game. Um, But yeah, Kayla is the only member left in the treehouse. Naya appoints herself as Nehemiah's number one, um, which just reminds me of Dylan telling everybody that there is number one, even though only one of us can be his number one, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> oh that's fun dylan from the group chat yeah uh, shout, out dylan. <laughs> shout out dylan yes shout out dylan um but um and too bad michelle's not on this podcast because i think she would have laughed at that too but anyways so then all the girls have um, they want to have like a cry sesh together because it's at the end of the season and then we see all the girls jump into the pool with their tops off um and then we see them get on the plane to to go to the final and um while they're on the plane we see john a pee in a bowl and naya is the first person to walk off the plane and she just looks like such a badass doing it so then we okay, get in go back to-, to the john a thing because that's not the first time <laughs> john a has popped a squat is that true yeah she did it on cancun right paul on her season at Cancun, there was there was oh, some situation. I don't remember. I, I 
I, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm wrong about that. Yeah. That's hilarious. I did not, I did not know that. Mitch is not even saying she did. Do you remember, you remember that scene? Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on Cancun. But hey, if you gotta go, you gotta go. That's exactly what she said. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think it's hilarious that they showed us that personally. I love those little funny moments. Yeah, because it shows them being like completely real. Because if anyone says they have not had a Papa Squat before, I'm calling false. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Well, then we get into the final. We find out, um, or maybe I guess I think we already knew that they're competing for uh, their share of a half a million dollars. And um, yeah, Paul, do you want to take away the first leg of the final? Yeah, so this final, everything they do is worth points. So it looks like every checkpoint is broken into two sections. The first is um, you're you're partnered up um, with somebody and it's a race to the checkpoint. Um, The order that you arrive is the amount of points you get. So if you get to the the next uh, section of the checkpoint first, you get four points, second, three, two, and one. Um, for this initial um, race here, uh, Wesh and John A got a 30 second head start. Um, and then followed by Kayla and Nehemiah, uh, then Kellyanne and Mark, and then Naya and Brad uh, head out last. I So was it 30 seconds in between each um, yeah. pair? Okay, that's what I wasn't sure. Yeah, um, and it was the order that they finished that last daily challenge. Yes. Yeah. So once um, each person gets to kind of the the second part of the checkpoint, as you get um, there, you you are faced to uh, to pick one of four sections. So the first person that gets there picks um, the the spot that they want. Um, the next person can either choose to go against um, the person that's already there, or they can pick another slot. So the first two people that got there chose different slots. So then it's up to the third person that gets there to choose who they want to go against in the rest of that checkpoint. So the second half of the checkpoint is actually a head-to-head competition between um, pairs. So the thing that makes this interesting, though, is you get points for this, and the winner of the head-to-head gets five points. The loser gets nothing. So these head-to-heads are very important um, mm-hmm. as far as the overall score uh, scoreboard goes. Um, one thing I, I, I think Christina might have mentioned earlier, I, I don't think we, we covered it um, at the start of this, but the um, at the beginning, the stars that people earned for um, yeah. you know, winning eliminations came into play. I, I think it surprised everybody when it ended up being that the only people it actually mattered for were the two, uh, the man and the woman with the most stars earned. Um, they got, I, I believe it was five points right off the bat before was, they even started. The reason why it was five points is it's because it was the number of stars they had. So if they okay. had four stars, it would have been four, but both of them happened to have five stars. Okay, so right away that that gave um, 
John A. and Nehemiah, a five nothing head start over everybody else before the final even began. Um, so once they all make it to uh, the race is over for the first part of the first checkpoint, um, Wes is facing off against, um, sorry, just bear with me for a moment. Um, so um, Wes and John A get there first, four points. Kayla, Nehemiah, second, three points. Mark and Kellyanne get there. Mark chooses to go against Nehemiah, which leaves Wes against Brad. And then Kellyanne uh, gets there, and she chooses to go against Kayla, which leaves Naya against John A. Mm -hmm. So we have um, a scoreboard update at, at this point before they, they begin the, the second half of the checkpoint. John A is in the lead, nine points to Kayla's three, Kellyanne two, Naya one. Nehemiah, eight points. Wes has four. Mark has two. Brad has one. Um, and then the second part of this challenge is they have to assemble a raft out of these planks. Um, they have to paddle out to a buoy, go around the buoy, and return. And again, remember that you are only competing against the person that you're going in the head-to-head -head competition with. So the first people that assemble their raft and are out to the water is West for the guys, John A for the girls. Um, we watch the competition. Um, there, there's some pretty impressive people on that, and then there's others that are not so impressive. Um, Nehemiah ends up beating Mark. Naya, I think probably surprised everybody. She she did very well. She ended up beating John A. Uh, Kayla beats Kellyanne, at which point Kellyanne just conserves energy, decides she's going to lay down. And as she said, wait for um, wait for somebody to come out and rescue her. Uh, and then finally, Wes beats Brad. So with all those points um, added in, after the first checkpoint, John A is still in the lead, but by the slightest margin, she's up nine to eight over Kayla. Naya, uh, with those five points, uh, is at six, Kellyanne at two. Nehemiah is still in the lead with 13, West nine, Mark two, and Brad one. So the other thing that they did is based off of their finish here, will determine the pairings for the, the next checkpoint. Um, so Christina, I'll, I'll turn it over to you to talk about the, the next one, unless um, you or Abby have anything you wanna add in about the, the first part of the final, that first checkpoint. Um, I guess the only thing that really surprised me so much is um, the stars. I really thought that they were going to be like some sort of grenade or something that was going to be used. I thought that it would matter for more than one person. So um, me personally, I was just pretty disappointed um, to see that only it only affected the male and female who had the most. I agree with that. I, I think it was, um, you know, a lot of hype during the season. Um, I, I think it was a, I think it's cool that, you know, they get an advantage, but it, it just kind of, it kind of sucks that the, the other folks that went in and earned those stars ended up getting nothing for it. Right. I, I think it would have been a lot cooler. Like you said, Christina, if, if there was something like grenades or, or something that they mm -hmm. equated to. Well, I know that like, even, I think that they thought that that was what was going to happen too. Cause I know in a previous episode, 
um, Wes referred to the stars as like throwing the bananas in Mario Kart. So I think they thought that that's what was, it was going to be too. So also they made a big deal about these stars being so extra, but it, I mean, yeah, five, five, a five point deficit is a lot, but given that you can get five points for winning the checkpoints, I feel like, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be something more than that personally. Abby, did you think anything about the stars or? I mean, it was kind of lackluster. I mean, they could have done more with it. Um, but whatever, it is what it is. Um, but I don't know what, how, what y'all think, but I really like this final so far. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting and, and different. I love the point system. They did a point system on season one of all stars. And I just, I really like the point system because if they would have had a point system like this on final reckoning, then there would be Sylvia wouldn't be questioning if she actually won or not. You know what I mean? It it really solidifies and um, helps people know a exactly where they are and B it helps the audience know um, that this is really what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it removes any ambiguity and doubt from what is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Because you you brought up, um, you know, that final in a previous season with, with Sylvia and, you know, they, I believe there was one point where they just blew everybody away and mm-hmm. arbitrarily the production is like, well, you get 30 second head start, right? I mean, it's like, if you're, if you're lapping people, you should get some benefit. So, I think just by having points, it's actually tangible, right? You can see where you're at and you can also, you know, kind of figure out as you're going through, okay, well, for, I'm, I'm at this point right now against, you know, the people I'm competing with, I need to get at least this place to stay in the running, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's big. I, I like it. Hopefully we don't get to, you know, the second half of this final, and they just blow it out with some stupid decision as to like, you know, points. Hopefully it stays like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't kind of, you know, just do something crazy to negate the whole first part that we saw. I hope not. I hate it when they do that in the regular yeah. seasons, uh, the main flagship show or whatever. I hate it. Yeah. Just keep it consistent. And us, I mean, Polly, you were talking about the challengers knowing kind of where they stand. Us as viewers get a better yeah. grasp. Exactly. With yeah. it with it this way and a better understanding because sometimes during those finals I'm like I just don't know how it just got from point A to point B to point C like (laughs) right and I was I was also um as I've said many times I have not watched one or two yet so I didn't know if these challenges some of the eliminations were kind of and you know so I was like is this challenge or is the final going to be um kind of dull and not not challenging and not competitive but I so far like I'm I think it's been great I I liked it I I do have one question before we move on to um the the second part were were either of you surprised at um kind of how poorly Kellyanne seemed to do especially considering how well she did um earlier in the season on on the water uh paddling challenge um I, w- I was surprised. I don't know if she something went wrong and well, if it was just strictly because it's a different, you know, type of, you know, raft versus whatever she was paddleboard or whatever she well, was on. 
I think Kayla, I think it's kind of, I think she kind of mentioned it. I think Kayla was just so far ahead of her that she knew Kayla was going to win. So she just she wasn't going to catch up. Well, and <laughs> I think that it was a strategic move of hers because she just waited out there until she was rescued. Because if she would have paddled all the way back in, then that's all that energy that she's using that now she's saved yeah. the next leg of the final. Yeah, yeah I, I get I that. But before, but before it got, I mean, that was a smart decision. But before right. that point, not after the fact that she knew that she was already done, yeah. but before that, yes, I was surprised she, that, she yeah, that's, do better. That's what I was alluding to. So I don't know if it was a matter of it just, I don't know if we saw it. Did it just take her that much longer to I assemble think, the raft, do we think? Yeah, yeah, because, yes, because I think that. Um, TJ even said, he goes, keep going, Kellyanne. Yeah, she was, so I think she was having oh, okay. I think she was having issues with that. With her raft, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have um Naya and Nehemiah, Kayla and Wes, Mark and John A, and Kellyanne and Brad as the um new pairs. And I just think it's really interesting that these are the pairs that we're talking about as pairs when all they're really doing is like running through the woods together and like or biking through the woods together where I feel like the pairs that really matter are I guess it all matters but the pairs at the checkpoints well I guess it doesn't matter because that's more individual interesting I don't know the the pairs are just like it's very interesting to me how it all came together but anyways so they're running through the woods I'm sorry, I'm just gonna yeah, no, but I love it because yes, you can get with a badass partner throughout mm -hmm. the whole thing, but they're having to change. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hasn't been the same partner, so they're having to take you know, whatever their partner is, mm -hmm. is good at, I guess. I mean, I don't know, mm -hmm. it, it's more like well rounded. So, the person who is succeeding at this mm -hmm. at whatever checkpoints are having different partners and. I don't know can someone put that like better like in in words better but um basically it's like this is for the the championship right yeah but so they're getting different it's fair because they get they get to be partners with each person throughout a different leg of the final well Thank is that you. true though is what that true because it's it's is, is that true because it's based off of where they finish Right. So you could theoretically, if you finish first every single time, the same two people, they're always going to be running to the the first part of the leg together. Right. Yeah. But, but they haven't yet. They haven't yet. So <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens when, it, when that comes, but right. I guess I, hmm. well, actually, no, Kellyanne and Brad, right. Were paired both, both races. No. Oh, wait, no, no. I, um, I, no, they, I think Brad was with um he was with yeah, Kellyanne first. He was with someone Kellyanne different. Was with Mark first, and then Kellyanne was with Brad second. And then Kellyanne is with Yeah, because I think in the previous All-Stars it was set up that you were paired with everybody once, right? Yeah. But I think this, I think theoretically, you know, depending on where you finish, you could be paired up with the same people. 
but I don't know how many checkpoints they're going to be. Interesting. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I just think it's cool that they have it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I I agree. To this I, point, it's it's um, you know, it's kind of part part is luck, right? Um, right. I'm sure they each for you know each each type of race they they probably have their idea of who their ideal partner would be, and you just have to hope that they. You know, if you came in second, you got to hope that person comes in second. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it. It's it's a cool, it's a cool uh, setup. Yeah, yeah. I Anyways, totally I'm sorry. You can, you can um, go on, Christina. Okay, so then we have um, Wes and Kayla <coughs> um, getting to the bikes first. The next thing they have to do is is kind of bike through this wooded area. So, um, Wes and Kayla make it there first, Kelly, Ann and Brad get their second, but Brad has, um, some, some leg cramps going on. And so they take a minute before they, they get going. But, um, then we have Nehemiah and Naya next, and then John A and Mark get their third, uh, or fourth. And then when, Throughout this this challenge, um, Mark and John A's chain break. And when we see this happen, we actually see Naya and Nehemiah pass them. So I was really confused about this. And like, I didn't know if like maybe the way that it was edited, um, did they, did something happen where um, Mark and John A actually were in third and Naya and Nehemiah were in second or was there some kind of lead change or, or um, placement change in the final that we didn't as viewers see? Because I went back and I rewatched it and it looks like John A and Mark are there last and we never do see that lead change. So I think that's really interesting because there weren't very many lead changes throughout the whole final so far, or I mean, sorry, placement changes um, throughout the whole final so far. So to leave that out, um, but they kind of a decision. John A and Mark did finish last, right? Yeah, they did. But we see, but when they are pulled over at the side um, right. with their chain, we see Nehemiah and Naya pass them, but right. theoretically Nehemiah and Naya left before them. So they should have already been ahead of them. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I don't, I think it just didn't make the edit. Yeah. Nehemiah, I guess. Yeah. Which I just think that's super weird that they would leave that out because like I said, there just wasn't very many placement changes. Like if you started first, then those people got first. That's how, how it was right. the rest of the final. So yeah, yeah, they must have fell behind mm-hmm. quite a bit, right? To go from yeah. Or because John A and Mark mm-hmm. ended up third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. I didn't pick up on that. Um, so then we see that Kayla and Wes finished first and they are um at these like little areas i guess um that are color coded and we don't know what those mean yet but kayla chooses blue wes chooses red um kellyanne and brad are next and so kellyanne chooses green brad chooses yellow so we see based on who like what colors everybody's choosing kayla goes against john a naya goes against kellyanne mark 
is against Wes and Nehemiah is against Brad. So basically what they're doing here is there is a star sequence. And in that sequence, there are four rows and nine colored stars. Each row um, has all the correct stars except for one star in each row is wrong. So the stars are represent a number and those numbers um, are a four digit code to unlock a box. The person to unlock the box first wins. So we see Naya realizing that all of the bottom pieces of the star um, are different colors. So she starts memorizing the bottom colors of the stars. We see then Wes, his code is 3425. And so the way that he got that is that his incorrect um, stars were the third star in the first row, the fourth star in the second row, the second star in the third row, and the fifth star in the fourth row. So at first I thought that all the codes would be the same, but then we see Naya's code and Naya's code is different than um, what Wes's code was. So I don't know if they made the codes different because of the whole cheating thing or if they were already planning on all of the codes to be different. Um, I'm not sure, but um, Wes finishes first for the men beating Mark. Um, Naya finishes first for the girls beating Kellyanne. Brad beats Nehemiah and John A beats Kayla. So at the end of this episode, um, so far in points, we have John A in first with 15 points. We have Naya in second with 13 points, Kayla in third with 12, and Kellyanne in fourth with only five points. We then have um, Wes with 18 points, which I think is um, very impressive considering, um, you know, Nehemiah had that five point lead in the beginning before it even started. Nehemiah is right behind him though with 15 points. Brad has nine and Mark has three. So our new pairs for, um, the next part of the, the leg of the file final are going to be Nehemiah and Kayla Brad and John A, Mark and Kellyanne, and Naya and Wes. So um, what we see from them is that what they're supposed to do then is race to the kayaks. And then we see like a montage of kayaks in finals. We see rivals um, one, rivals two, free agents, X's two. Um, I think all of us I guess maybe not all of us, but those who have seen All-Stars 1 know that there was a big kayaking mishap with Hisella and Derek um, in season one of All-Stars. I can't think of any other kayaking um, moments in the finals, but um, I'm terrible at remembering stuff like that. And I haven't seen as many seasons as far back as, as both of you have, can you think of any other uh, times that kayaks were used in the final? Because I didn't realize that kayaks have been used this much in the final until now. Um, no, not, not off the top of my head other than, you know, the ones that um, were shown in that montage. Yeah. yeah, no, I can't, I can't either. But um, can we go back just for a second? Yeah. Um, 
and I know most people probably don't care about this, but I do. Um, so when I was saying before how, like, I feel like this is a pretty intense final, like, I don't know how much they had to run that first leg, how far it was. And then, you know, they had a paddle and then they had a bike, another leg, and this is all in extreme heat. It's on incline. And then when they had to do the star challenge, it, I don't, didn't really show how much who like figured out at the very beginning and just had to run once, but that was a 400 meter run to the stars and a 400 meter run back. So if you didn't get it in the first try, you had to go back a second time. Mm-hmm. That in itself is a mile right there. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't show how many times people had to go back and forth, but basically my point is like this final is no joke. Yeah. I mean, do a little bit of, I know we've done a couple of them in the past, but just a tiny Abby training segment. How would you train for a final like this? Run, 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 run. Honestly, like inclines, um, running like hill work, um, long distance, um, hill work on, you know, a steady incline. Um, I don't know much. I mean, obviously for paddle boarding, you need upper body strength and lower body strength. So that's more like resistance training, but, um, as far, far as, I mean, there's a lot of cardio in this mm-hmm. and you just have to get out there and run like in those, in those elements too. I mean, you can't be running in a g- cool gym on a treadmill necessarily and just think you can go outside in a hundred degree weather and humidity and it'd be the same if that makes sense but these people have got to have some hardcore endurance to complete this so I think it's impressive it's super impressive one other thing that I would um add obviously I'm not a trainer like you are Abby but I think that like kind of like swimming, like it's so stupid when people come to the challenge and they don't know how to swim, especially if they've done multiple seasons. If it's your first season, you like don't know what you're getting yourself into and you don't know how to swim, like whatever you get a pass. But once you're on your second, third season, you know that swimming is coming every single season. So you need to practice that you need to learn how to swim or you're not going to win period. So I knowing now that kayaks have been in so many finals, I would think like, that should be something that if I was a challenger, like I would learn how to kayak because like TJ said, uh, kayaking can make or break somebody in the final. So why isn't that an activity that people are making sure that they know how to do now? I mean, I, I think if you're going to be on the show at this point, you, you need to practice everything, right? Um, right. Like Abby was saying, the the running, like you're saying, the the swimming, the the rowing, um, puzzles. You just need to be prepared for anything. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing that some people, you know, just don't. And I mean, maybe some people are, you know, kind of training their their ass off, but they just it's too much for them when they get there, you know. But no joke. It definitely doesn't look like a joke. So. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, and it can't be, they're competing for a half a million dollars. Like I'm glad that it's not backyard games because they're working for something. They're working their asses off for something. They're working really hard for that money. Yep. Yep. Um, Um, Also also real quick, we, mm -hmm. we were talking earlier about, um, you know, the pairs 
uh, we get the answer to the question. So the the pairs that are going to start off uh, the next episode, Mark and Kellyanne, they were paired in uh, the first one and they paired in the third. So uh -huh. it just shows that uh, you can end up getting paired up again. So that, that's pretty cool. That's that's yep. a cool uh, you that's know, awesome. thing. So. Um, so I didn't pick up on that. Very, very last thing that we see is John A saying that she wants to be the only mom to ever win back-to-back -back championships. And that would be so cool of John A. But I think that like, she kind of already did that. I mean, I know she like technically wasn't the champion of season one because we didn't have a female winner. But if we did have a female winner, then it would have been her. So I I feel it like it does not count unless there's money in your bank account. That's true. Okay. Well, no, because well, then you have Hunter. That. Hunter is a champion. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and Sarah. Sarah is definitely yeah, a, champion. a champion. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, it does, it does count if there's sometimes, so I, I know that that doesn't necessarily count, but I think that she can, you know, hold her, her head high either way, because she has performed phenomenally in all three seasons that she's been on, and honestly, it just really, really makes me want to see John A on the main show. Yeah, I, so I actually had a... Sorry, go ahead, Abby. No, I'm sorry. Um, no, just real quick. We've pretty much said it every episode. She's just has impressed me so much since her time on the flagship show. Like, she's awesome. I also just want to add that Naya freaking impressed the hell out of me mm -hmm. in the first two legs. Yeah. Okay, go on. Go ahead, Paul. Sorry. Yeah, so I, I actually had a note that, um, you know, I think out of Everybody that's been on All-Stars, I think kind of the most impressive when you compare their their original run on the main show versus, you know, what they've done on All-Stars, I, I think LT is um, one person that comes to mind. But I, I think the most impressive from, you know, past experience to this is, is John A, right? I think sure. John A was always kind of middle of the pack, um, you know, provided some drama and never really kind of excelled at, I disagree. For the most part. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. yeah. I I kind of equate um her to being an underrated player in her past. I think that she is kind of like a Sylvia to me, where people just like kind of sweep her under the rug, underestimate the heck out of her. And um I think that if she would have been partnered with other people in the challenges that she was in um I think she would have done a lot better but I think that specifically you know and like exes exes when she was with Zach like Zach was not nice to her that was not a good experience for her it's really hard for you to do well when you're not in a mentally good place but she still did well she just didn't do as well as she's doing now so I kind of equate her to somebody like Sylvia where she's just like a really underrated player and now that she's more mature, um, she's really, she's able to take it to the next level and become one of the elites. See, I, I'll have to go back and watch because there's nothing that really stands out that I remember her like winning other than, you know, the, the upset where she was partnered with uh, Jasmine in that, mm -hmm. that, that one elimination. I, I don't really remember her winning a lot of dailies or, or eliminations, but I'll, I'll go back and watch, but I, I, 
just basically. I'm with you, Paul. I'm I'm with you. I don't nothing competitive wise. I think but, she did a phenomenal job on X's too, being with who she was with. Well, yeah, that's with you. Yeah. I did nothing before that that just screamed like amazing competitor to me. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. If if you look at the overall body of work on you know pre All Stars to post All Stars, she's she's definitely the. I do. Yeah, person. I mean, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I do definitely think she's improved too. I just think, yes, absolutely. Props to her. She's absolutely improved. Um, but yeah, I think that she was just kind of a, a dark horse before that would never was able to break into her own. And I'm so glad that she was a- able to really break out into um, the all-star that she is in this season. Yeah, and just a quick note on you, you brought up Sylvia. I I think Sylvia's time on the main show was was very good. I, I think she yeah. could have been a top uh competitor. She just didn't do enough seasons, right? I, I mean, she she should have won, you know, the challenge with um where she was paired with Joss. And mm-hmm. you know, she had probably one of the best eliminations um that season against um, you know, Melissa. I I thought Sylvia was very good. She won, I think, a handful of challenges um she yeah when when i look back at kind of her her first run i think just personally she she stood out as if she did more we'd probably be putting her higher in the kind of the overall um rankings of of the woman in in the show throughout the years so yeah i i can definitely agree with that and i hope that um I hope that some of these people cross over to the main show and not only I'm trying to be like careful with my words here because I still want all stars to exist, but at the same time, like I want to see some of these people on the main show because I feel like they've proven themselves in all stars that I want to see them in that environment with people who are training for the challenge all the time. Yeah, so I I would love to see a new school versus old school versus maybe middle school. Submitted that question when Julie Pizzi was on um you know the 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 she podcast. Surprised, yeah. I listened to she, that. she basically said, you know, don't hold your breath. <laughs> you know, so uh, unfortunately I don't think we're gonna see kind of a a clash of the um you know, I think the, it would be cool you know, even if we didn't see a clash, is if we saw a um like a partner season where like a fessy was paired up with a mark yeah i just have a feeling that they just they they just i mean the fans keep asking for stuff and they just don't care Mm -hmm. (laughs) so unfortunately it is it is very unfortunate yeah yeah i wouldn't hold our breath um okay real quick because um i wanted to do this with Allie. But me, Michelle, and Christina did it a couple episodes ago. Paul, what guy do you want to see when? What girl do you want to see when? That's still in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the existing, the out of the last four. I, I mean, I, I would love to see Brad. I think Brad has just had such a good all-around season. Um, I think his kind of. 
he's he's really set himself up behind the eight ball here in the final. But I think just Brad's just always so good. He's so solid, right? Um, so I, I would like to see him. And then I I would love to see um, Naya, honestly. You know, kind of that redemption story coming back. Uh, but if if not Naya, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say if not Naya, I, I'd love to see Kayla. So. Okay, so I'll tell you. So mine, my girl was Naya, and yeah. then my guy was Wes, but he was my pick at the beginning because we did this at the beginning, but it has shifted to Brad. I mean, yeah. I still wouldn't mind if Wes won, but I would, I, Brad to win this has everything you just said basically agree with. Yep, same. Brad and Kayla for me. Obviously, Kayla, I was manifesting that win, manifesting it the whole time, still manifesting it. I mean, I, I really think that any of these eight people, any combination of the eight, it's a good story if yeah. they win, right? I mean, I think there's, they've all had good seasons. There, there's, there's a feel-good story, you know, kind of behind all of them. Um, so I, I just think it's a good final group, so... I totally agree. So um, then we see the preview for next week. And the preview for next week is just showing us things from the final. Um, it's nothing like, you know, too overly exciting. We see that we, there is an overnight portion. We see a yacht and a chest. And it makes me wonder if the chest is full of the money on the yacht. And maybe they have to somehow get to the yacht like they had to get to the plane last season. Um, we see Nehemiah knocking Wes off a platform in the middle of the water. Um, we see another trek through the woods, but this time it appears that everybody's carrying like super heavy bags of some sort. Um, we see Kayla hugging John A while John A is crying. And then we see them eating disgusting food. So one quick comment. Um, I was at the, the Rosemont event. Um, this past weekend mm -hmm. and Brad <laughs> Brad is preparing us he he said that um I, I think he said that production told him that he was the, the worst eater that they've ever seen so there there might be some hilar uh, hilarity coming in the uh the next episode so I can't wait to see um you know how that all went down because apparently Brad and eating food did not go well <laughs> Interesting. That's funny. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. And it looked like when Kayla was hugging John A and John A was crying that maybe Kayla was holding some food in her hand. So um it made me think that like either John A, a was having a really hard time with eating everything, or B, John A won something and they were like tears of joy because Kayla looked like she was kind of smiling. So uh, maybe she was congratulating her. I don't know. But it did look like she had something disgusting in her hand when she was doing that. She's smiling at Shawnee's misery. Yeah, right? <laughs> Kayla move right there. Gotta love it. <laughs> so that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of um, The Challenge. Do you two have anything else you would like to add? Nope. Thank you so much, Paul for joining us yeah, yeah i just i i just want to say thank you very much um to both of you for having me and um again congrats to to michelle and 
hopefully I, I did her proud, so. I'm sure you did. Um, Paul, you run a fantasy league. Do you want to talk a little bit about the upcoming one that's coming up here? Um, everybody has like six more days to sign up. So you want to talk sure. a little bit about that before we head off here? Yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming that probably a lot of your listeners already know about the league. Um, it's every season I, I do a fantasy league where you you sign up, you select a roster of a certain number of, of men, a certain number of women, and then each uh, week you, you pick out of that roster a certain number of people to start. And then based off of what happens during the, the episode, um, you get points for those people in your starting lineup. So I am going to run uh, a league for the new CBS um, All-Stars, whatever it is called. Um, USA. So it, it's starting Challenge up. Challenge USA. So it's starting up next week. Um, the you can go to my my Twitter. Um, I believe it's at Paul B eleven seventy six. I believe uh, I have a pinned tweet that has a link to that league. The top three um, finishers get a prize. Um, and this, I, I will say that the CBS league it does not have as many people signed up i think it's just kind of the the general interest is not as high as a, a normal challenge so you want a higher chance of winning a prize you know this is probably the lead to try out if you haven't done it yet but um but yeah if you have any questions me and paul will. what's that yeah, but you probably won't win because me and paul will yeah you know but maybe we'll throw it to let somebody else get in the uh, the winning circle <laughs> but um yeah if, if you want to sign up it's welcome to anybody if you have anybody that you know that would want to play feel free to forward the info along if you have any questions um hit me up so but yeah i will say too um that was a joke but i have one before and it is super cool um to get the prizes um whenever i mean you just it's just fun it's fun to get prizes always so it's really cool that you do that um i really appreciate it i know a lot of people out there do but yeah it's it's a it's a fun time if you haven't signed up for fantasy then you should definitely do it abby i'm looking at you right now um i know i'm always slacking when it comes to those things we were like literally okay so we talked about it before this season we, I sent them like the links to the fantasy thing and we were going to talk about like a little bit of fantasy every episode and then Abby didn't sign up. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Do I ever do anything I'm supposed to? You should know by now. You know, you know what you that can was do. Thing number one. <laughs> that was Even the first, on our first Yeah, on our first episode, we picked, we said who our picks would be. Yeah. And I did my you know what you can do christina you can actually we can set up a league just for the three of you and you can do a, a team draft where you know you you basically between the three of you draft um everybody on the show and then see how the the season shakes out a little bragging rights little updates i know the um oh that'd be fun i know the folks in the uh the smashing heads podcast do their own version um but yeah, we we can set something up for you guys right on the real. Um, well, I want to make sure I get the name right. But shout out uh, Peter Brood, the website, um, his app, Real TV Fantasy. So yeah. he does an excellent job. Um, great website, great app. So mm -hmm. yeah, there is a website and an app. The app version is super um, convenient. But yeah, Abby, do you think that'd be fun if we just did one too with just the three of us in it? 
me, you and Michelle. Yeah. If y'all are, are good with that. I know some people like get territorial about it and they want, you know, to have their own picks, but well, it course, I don't. Your draft. So yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Like Thank you. Draft. But yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be super fun. It'd be something different. We could um, talk about too, for sure. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. yeah. So just, uh, Christina, just reach out. And we'll, we'll set something up for uh, you. Christina, so. reach out. He knows I'm not quite <laughs> you. Specifically, Christina. <laughs> well, I'll also be seeing him in like a week. So it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for um, coming on our podcast, Paul. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? No, I'm just a normal dude. I got nothing to plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. right. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We will um, see you next week.